All right. So I'm here with Ben of uh, Knapsack Creative. And uh, this is actually our very first conversation. So um, you're going to, you know, jump in with us and, and get to know uh, a lot about Knapsack Creative. Um, I want to talk to you, Ben, a lot about StorySite. That's really what got my attention um, because I've been I've been a fan of the story brand framework and approach uh, for some time. And I've always had like a dream that there should be some some Squarespace template that is specifically um, crafted to to kind of capture what Story Brand does. And so when I found uh, Story Site, I was like, "Oh wow, this is this is it. <laughs> Someone has, has done it." Um, and so it's always like really fun and exciting for me when uh, I get to talk with the people who have like created things that I've I've once dreamt about or or thought about. Um, so very excited to have you on, Ben. Uh, if you don't mind just sharing a little bit about, you know, who you are and what you do. Sure. Yeah. I mean, thanks for having me. And I, just before I even answer that, I just want to say thanks for all the tools you put out there. Um, I mean, just as a quick example, Lightbox anything is amazing and we use, our team uses that a lot. So yeah, I really appreciate all the stuff you're putting out there. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess, uh, little bit about me and knapsack um so yeah i'm uh i guess you know i've been a designer pretty much my whole life kind of started even uh, as a kid just doing design for different companies or organizations around town i just loved it so much and eventually that grew into me you know uh doing design for other people and other agencies and stuff like that um even at you know a large university kind of having a team and stuff like that but eventually I kind of felt like this push that I really wanted to be able to choose my own tools and wanted to kind of have more control over the process and make things super efficient. And so, you know, kind of working in my university job alongside doing my freelance work when I had young kids, it, it got to the point where, you know, for me, I try to keep my, my, uh, I guess my work hours to a minimum if I can. So I was working about 60 hours a week then, you know, 20 hours in freelance, 40 hours at work. Wow. And I was like, you know, I, I kind of have to choose one or the other. And I was making the same income with both at that point. So I was like, well, uh, kind of makes sense to work the 20 hours and make the same as the 40 hours. So <laughs> I, I kind of did like a three month test, you know, to kind of see if I could switch over to that and kind of did that test and, and then yeah. passed. And so I went with it. Wow. So yeah. it sounds like you've been you've been making websites for a while, man, like from it sounds like maybe the 90s. Uh, how far do we go back? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good question. So I guess technically, yeah, because let's see, I was born in 86, probably around when I was nine. So 95, I think I learned my first H HTML, which is crazy oh, wow. to think about. My dad had this black and white laptop that he brought home from his engineering job. And I just got to play around with it. He brought some book home, you know, HTML for dummies or something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been fun and yeah, just connecting with Squarespace, eventually discovering that was super helpful. We, we were fortunate to be one of the first, like probably like, uh, gosh, like three or four people on that original specialist list back when it was just a bullet oh. list on a webpage. Okay. Yep, yep, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. That, all right. That makes sense because I'm like, I've, I've seen, I've seen Knapsack creative. It's like somewhere in my subconscious somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, it does, it does go back to that. Um, that specialist directory, the OG one. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, uh, fill me in on on like story site and how that came to be, um, and and the whole concept behind that. Sure. Yeah. So um, just in relation to Knapsack, just so you can understand that um, for people that don't yeah. know what Knapsack is, we basically we have a team of five of us now, and we're we're solely you know building websites on Squarespace. That's our that's our main business, and um, so. I kind of, you know, we're building the Squarespace sites and we have a great process we really enjoy doing and our clients enjoy it. But I was kind of noticing some weaknesses because we focus mostly on design. So we keep seeing, you know, people bring us their content or their text and we do some little tweaks to it here and there to make it a little better. But I'm still like, man, the weakest point of the sites we're building really is the content. And that's super important. And, you know, it's just as important as the design. So I was like, we need to fix this. And I, I had heard from a friend about uh, StoryBrand at one point. So I started looking into it, decided to get certified in the framework. There's their whole guide certification program. And basically for anybody that doesn't know, it's like a, a marketing framework that's you know pretty cool in that it's systemized. I love systems. I love you know stuff like that. So um, kind of reading, building a StoryBrand, the book, got into it. And then I ended up getting certified. And so... It's kind of one of those things where you kind of see a, a, a problem in the market and you just know you're in the right place to solve it. You know, you see like, yeah. oh, it's a recurring problem. Basically, people are building websites over and over following with StoryBrand. It's a very, uh, I guess, somewhat formulaic approach to how you lay out a homepage, for example, mm-hmm. um, based on recommendations from, uh, you know, Donald Miller is the founder of StoryBrand. So, but people follow it very closely, even though you don't really have to follow that closely, but most people do. So there's this pattern we kept seeing over and over of people doing the same layouts, but everybody's building these from scratch. So it just kind of made sense to, like you were saying, like, why hasn't somebody built a template for it yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. we thought, all right, let's 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 go ahead and do it. So when I was actually at the first certification, I went ahead and started building the first template, I think during the actual, either during the actual workshop or maybe it was that night when I got back to the hotel I was staying at. Oh, that's cool. Um, so yeah, just started doing it then and, uh, it's been, it, it, the goal is to kind of solve that problem for people that don't have the money to, you know, invest in a, you know, full custom site. Like, why not have a template they can start with? And I can get into, I don't know how much you want to talk about it, but we basically kind of like wrestled with, do we do DIY versus done for yeah, you or some yeah, mix? About or, it. There's a lot of people listening who, who are trying to figure this out for themselves. So um, it's good to talk about it. Cool. Yeah. So we, you know, I think DIY is is a great thing to offer to people, and I really like that idea. But one of my concerns, there's a couple of things. One is, um, if we were to sell DIY templates, you definitely sell at a lower price point. But the cool thing is, you know, you're you're a lot closer to having that passive income. I think, um, with the exception being like in my, and I don't have a lot of experience with this of selling products mm-hmm. online. More, I'm more like productized services. So. I'm wondering, okay, if I sell these templates, how much support am I going to have to do for these? You know, and how much is that going to eat into profit margins? Also, what's the end result going to be for my clients? Are they going to actually get a great website if they buy a template, do it themselves? Mm-hmm. So originally we were like, okay, let's sell our template for like $4.99, something like that. And then people can do it themselves. Well, we, we basically did that like one time. And then I was like, well, we had them put their stuff in themselves and then we do a session to kind of clean it up for them afterwards, basically is what we were including. But then I realized if we just add one extra hour of work then, and they give us the stuff up front, we do it for them. They have to learn hardly anything. 
it's one more hour of our time that adds huge value to them because it goes from a DIY product into a done for you product. For you. Yeah. yeah. So we basically tripled the cost, made it 1500 instead of 499 and then added one hour extra of work on our end to kind of fill it out because, you know, since it's formulaic, we can ask the right questions up front. So we created like a, um, a kind of fill out form in Google drawings that follows the, the exact format of our templates so that basically mm-hmm. they could just fill in, Hey, here's my actual text. Here's what I'm thinking photo wise. Yep. Then they give it to us and we build it in Squarespace. And uh, I mean, it's, it's not that hard to build in Squarespace, but you know, as you know, there's a, still a barrier to entry for certain types of clients. Um, and so yeah. it just makes it even that much easier for them. So then they can pay 1500 and get the full site built instead of, 500 for just a template they have to still put in you know 20 hours of work themselves or something and, and what's the turnaround time um good question so right now we're actually so it, it's been selling pretty well so we right now it's like eight weeks so there, there's two <laughs> there's two reasons for that one is because you know through knapsack you know it's basically store site the same team as knapsack right so we just have two different brands and so if we're busy with our, so with Knapsack, we're doing these, you know, one, basically we do these one day builds where we build site in one day. It scales up. Some, some sites are two day build or three day build, but most of the time it's like a one day build and we can do two of those a week. So Tuesdays and Thursdays are our build days. Um, so it's kind of like, okay, if we have those full and like Mondays and Wednesdays are our meeting days. So we can't really f- squeeze in, a whole lot we can do like one template a week with our current design capacity right so mm-hmm. we just hired another designer um and she's getting trained she's almost finished being trained now and so then that'll kind of open up the capacity to be like okay we can do more than one a week of these templates and then that will be you know closer to, like the goal is to have it around two weeks that's where we had it for a while so i would right. like it to be like hey you buy it two weeks it's done and you know basically all the client needs to do is give us their copy and then show up yeah. on a video call for an hour and their site's built. That's cool, man. Like I, the thing I love about this is there's so many different, you know, angles and approaches. Um, and it sounds like in, in solving one problem, you know, you always create another one, <laughs> yes. a better problem for yourself. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, demand problems are great problems to always have. <laughs> yeah. I feel, yeah, not complaining. Very great. Very grateful for that for sure. Um, because then I feel like you can then always break off. So in hearing you describe the, the behind the scenes part about how you guys have your internal kind of a doc that you plug everything in. Um, when I hear that, I think about that as another product for that's the actual DIY product, um, that they would get off the shelf and learn how to use themselves. Yeah. Um, for creating possibly, you know, more websites. Um, but yeah, it's a great, it's a great, uh, it's a great model. Um, and especially because I think most people think about the templates originally just as the do it yourself kind of thing. Right. Um, and I think solving that additional problem of, okay, what do I put in here? Like what kind of copy do I need? Um, it's the biggest, that's been my biggest kind of, uh, I don't know what to call it. Like, yeah, the hidden problem behind all websites. Yes. Um, when you start off on Squarespace, because I think uh, the people who who come to Squarespace are are usually 
more creative and visually inclined. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're typically more attracted by something that just looks good first. Um, and, you know, we'll think about all of the, we won't even think about the persuasive elements unless you kind of call them out. Um, and I think that's what that's what the benefit of story brand is. And for anyone who's not familiar with it, um, it's basically like a, a narrative. I, I look at it like a narrative framework for um, for selling anything, um, and it and it, it approaches it from the perspective of the customer or the client versus um, typically we think about you know we have to put our brand up front. It's it's more so about putting them up front and helping them along in their story to solve a particular problem where you offer a specific solution um, and help to guide them through, uh, you know, whatever their ultimate goal is. Um, and it allows you to do that really, like, I, I use that framework for small pieces of content. Yeah. <laughs> for like, you know, three minute pieces of content. I'm like, all right, what's the problem here? Um, what's the solution? You know, what's the, what's the villain? Um, you know, go through the whole thing. And then I'm like, all right, perfect. This is very easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It really, works every time. Yeah. It gives you such a good starting point to create something that's useful because it helps you identify what customers problems are. Yeah. Like you said, the solutions and some of the key principles you, you mentioned are super useful, like presenting yourself as, as the guide, you know, and them as the hero in the story is yeah. how their language, how they kind of put it. And everybody wakes up that morning, they're thinking, you know, they're the hero in their own story. They don't think of you as like, oh, I need somebody to save me. They're thinking, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna make this happen. I just need somebody to help me get there. And if you present yourself as like a humble, like service-oriented guide that's like, hey, you know, I understand your problem. You identify it. You, you say what their problems are on your website so they can resonate with that. And then you show them what the solution is. And then you give them like a step-by-step process to get it done because, you know, people don't want to walk into a fog, you know, they want to know like, Oh, here's the three stepping stones I need to walk across and then I'm going to get to where I want to be. Yep. And once you see it, you, you start to like see it all around you. Your, your, your marketing vision is now clear. (laughs) Um, especially when it's done well. Um, all right, cool. So I want to go touch a little bit more on, um, I guess what, now, you know, you've been doing this for some time, obviously. Um, you solved some some good problems um, and you've done it, I think, in a in a pretty elegant and graceful way. What's what's the future like for Knapsack Creative and, and Ben Manley? Oh man. Uh, I could say so many things. I have lots of lots of dreams. Uh, but uh, I mean one thing I'm really passionate about is systemization and creating good processes because I think it gives creative people a good framework to work within and kind of lets you be more creative if you have guidelines. So um, so one thing I'm passionate about, as you probably noticed from from our schedule, is that I love creating these, you know, basically time boxing almost everything we do in our business. So Mondays and Wednesdays are days where we have meetings with the clients. So maybe I'll have four to six meetings with different, you know, potential clients we might work with on like on a Monday and then Wednesday, same uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays are completely blocked off for focus work where each designer is working on one website project and finishing that that day. So it's like this very organized way of thinking. So you just kind of plug and play these different modules into your schedule. So I love that because it decreases stress. It lets people focus. So um, one other piece of that is, 
um, that we, on Fridays, we actually take Fridays completely. Um, we're basically closed on Fridays to the public. So what we do is we have this whole system called the Friday habit system that we've created. And uh, that's something I'm passionate about. I, I started a podcast about it and stuff, but the whole principle is taking one day per week to work on your business instead of in your business all the time. Um, and it involves, I won't get into all of it, but it involves things like capturing any ideas or issues that come up that week and then going ahead and um, reviewing them as a team every Friday. So that morning we talk through every good and bad thing that happened that week that we made a note of and figure out how do we keep doing the good things? How do we fix the bad things by tweaking our processes and things like that? Um, and then we take action on those that afternoon. So we go ahead and spend that day fixing stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And it helps us because, you know, throughout the week you're so busy working on client work, it's kind of hard to focus on that kind of stuff. So so that's one of the things I'm passionate about is just helping other businesses kind of systemize, um, you know, actually focusing on themselves, kind of like self-care for their business. Yeah. Um, so the podcast is one thing. Another quick thing and just is that um, with Knapsack, my dream is to kind of create a, um, a team of people that when I come up with a new idea or a new brand or a new service that I think would be good for the world that I can just say, hey guys, here's my idea. Let's make it happen. Yeah. And then I can spin up a new brand. So I want to create lots of small creative companies, uh, not necessarily one big agency, um, but I want it to be like a lab where I can, I can say an idea, have good people on the team. And we can execute it. And it's a lot like um, a local restaurant company here. And there's a guy, Steve Perry. And instead of his company, instead of like franchising one of his restaurants and turning it into like a pizza hut or something, mm -hmm. he instead does lots of small concepts in our town and in local surrounding areas. But he has the team in place already from one or two restaurants to pull a couple people from that and start a new one. So I want to be able to have these ideas and say, okay, let's pull this designer from this team, this from this team, and we're going to start this new idea. Let's run it for six months, see if, if it's successful. If not, shut it down, no problem. If it is successful, then we'll build that team. And then I have a little bit more diverse of a, uh, you know, income source with different brands. And once one succeeds, we can jump onto that ship and, and ride it, you know? Yeah. Dude, I love that, man. Um, I love the, the, the systems approach. Um, I was never able to, to crack it or I haven't cracked it yet. And I'm still <laughs> cracking it. Um, I've, I've regressed back to, um, uh, my six or seven year old self and I'm just starting <laughs> from scratch with my six year old. So, <laughs> but fortunately, you know, I kind of have the time to do so. So I like, 